Welcome to the Undefeated Podcast with Sara. Did you know that you don't need to live feeling defeated in any area of your life? I believe a huge part of us learning to live from the place of victory is learning to see from God's perspective and discern what's heaven's agenda in this particular season in your life and in the world around you. In this podcast, we will practice discerning what God is doing, both regarding our individual journeys and corporately, so that we can partner with Him in seeing His kingdom come and will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven and live our lives undefeated. I feel like God has been highlighting the importance to know the times and the seasons we are living in. I know it's always important, but I feel like right now it's even more crucial that we know what time and season it is in the spirit. And in Matthew 16 verses 1 through 3, it says that the Pharisees and the Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, when evening comes, you say, it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning today, it will be stormy for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. And I feel like what this passage implies is that religion cannot give you discernment into knowing what time it is and that discernment comes only through relationship with Jesus. There's another passage I was just reading from Matthew 11 and I'll read 25 through 30. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and to those to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I love how the revelation, knowledge and discernment, it comes from friendship with Jesus. It doesn't come from religious striving or trying harder, but it really comes from that place of rest in him. And that you don't need to a highly learned scholar or uh, have a high level education that that it's even for the children and it's for the childlike actually that Jesus is wanting to reveal his heart and actually tell them what is going on and that it really comes from the place of rest. I love how it's in the context uh, 
where Jesus is saying that he's actually hidden these things from the wise and learned and re- revealed them to little children and and that like the revelation knowledge that is uh like God is wanting to give to us that it comes in the context where he's saying that come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest that it's from that place of rest and relationship and trust this childlike trust that we actually start uh, getting wisdom and discernment into what God is up to and what he's doing and also in even in the Old Testament, uh, in Daniel, book of Daniel 2, verses 21 through 22, it says that he changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom and the wi- wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. So uh, the same principle is here that like it's actually God is the one who not only knows the seasons and times, but he's the one who changes them. And, uh, and also like he is the one who reveals the deep and hidden things. And he's the one who, who gives us the, the knowledge and the discernment to know what he's doing. So uh, it all comes through relationship with him that we actually know what time it is in the spirit and what season it is and what what's happening and what is God doing and I find it very interesting that very often the seasons in the spirit are not what's happening in the natural and as a matter of fact it can often be the complete opposite in what's happening in the spirit and I've been having the scripture from Isaiah 43 on my heart recently. And it talks about God doing a new thing. And I really believe God is doing something completely fresh and new in this season. And I just want to read uh, so from Isaiah 43, 18 through 21. It says that forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. Ah, I, this is one of my favorite passages. I mean, I love it for so many reasons, but I, I love the fact that, uh, that we are actually, we are God's people, that we are formed for him so that we may proclaim praise, that that's the whole reason we are living, that we, God is actually, uh, he's preparing this whole, uh, like generation of worshipers that we are created to worship him in spirit and in truth and and that the new thing that he is doing is that he is actually connecting us with his streams of water his streams of life in the places that feel like a wilderness or wasteland and and that that's the place where we will get to actually 
pour out our hearts to him, but also drink from his river that he's wanting to give us a drink uh, and revive us in the middle of whatever is happening so that we would be praising him and, and worshiping him with everything that we are. And I, there's a song by the upper room uh, that's connected with this same scripture. And it has the phrase that says that there are rivers in the desert. And, and then it also repeats the phrase that says that you don't leave us broken, you always restore. And I know I shared this in one of the previous episodes, but I really feel that this is the season uh, not just for God to do a new thing, but that it's a season of deep healing and restoration. And I think I shared this several times too, how God speaks to me often through the names of my third year students. And one of my third years this year is named Saul, which means the son. And so I've had the scripture on my heart from Malachi 4.2 that says that, but for you who river my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing on its wings. And so I believe that we have this invitation to come into that place of uh becoming fully healed, fully whole, so that God could take us into this completely new thing that he is doing and that we would be those true worshipers who, who worship him in spirit and in, in truth. And we had just our very first class with the BSSM dance community this past week. And so I, I had all of us dance to this song by the upper room and the same song also has a phrase that says that the winter is over, the winter is over. And then it says that there are rivers in the desert. And I think it's kind of funny that we were actually dancing to that song uh, when it was the first day of fall, or I can't remember, maybe it was the day before, but, but the same week anyway, when the fall uh, <laughs> officially started. So actually a complete opposite season in the natural since we are headed towards winter in the natural and we are singing and dancing to winter is over. <laughs> but it highlighted the fact that so often God does the unexpected and what we didn't think was possible in the current season, that's the very thing that he's actually doing. And uh, one of my dancers just emailed me a testimony where she shared that uh, when we had danced during the dance community class and I had encouraged them to declare breakthroughs in areas where things had felt hard or even impossible. And so this particular student had prayed with her movement to be able to have better boundaries and also communicate bravely, which had been a challenge for her previously. And and she was also releasing breakthrough to have opportunities to minister to others. And she told me that after the class, the same week, there was a tangible shift in her communication and also in setting boundaries. And not only that, but she got invited to lead a ministry team to another city nearby here, which was one of the very areas where she had been contending breakthrough for. And uh, she felt like it was the immediate fruit of what she had declared through dance in the dance community class this week. And uh, one of those things that it hadn't felt like it was going to be possible in the natural in this season, but God made it possible. And I, I think that there are personal seasons that God is 
you know, leading all of us through, but there are also corporate seasons. And there's so much wisdom in knowing both your personal season and the corporate season. And knowing our season actually brings life and safety and also purpose. Uh, there's the story in Second Samuel 11. Um, uh, I'll just read um, the first verse uh, is of the uh, King David. It says that in the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. And Chris Valentin has actually recently talked about this passage and most of us probably have heard the story at some point and, and how the, I'm not going to read the whole story, but it, uh, this is the start of the sad story, a sad part of King David's life where he ended up committing adultery and then murder and how it all started by David not being tuned into the corporate season of what what God was doing and so it was the time for the kings to go off to war but he decided to stay home instead and so I'm again I'm not going to read the whole story but that's the just the part that I wanted to highlight out of the story that uh that you are actually the safest when you are in the right season so metamorphically speaking you are not safe if you stay home when it's actually time for war and you are much safer in the war zone when God is calling you there. And I'm obviously not talking about war in the natural, even though the principle works in the natural circumstances as well. But I'm just wanting to highlight the fact that posturing yourself in spiritual warfare when it's time for that is so important. And uh, I just want to read for you guys from Ephesians 6. Uh, 10 through 18. Um, I think this passage is such a key when it comes to spiritual warfare. So it says that finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Yeah, I think there's so many keys in this passage when it comes to warfare and, and the time of war in the spirit. And maybe another time I'll dive more into this particular passage. I just wanted to 
uh, briefly read it for you guys right now. Uh, but I, I believe that this is a time where we get to wear uh, the full armor of God and where he's actually teaching us how to wage war in the spirit. And uh, when God is doing something that's not necessarily part of the natural season, I believe that he's also in business of releasing the gift of faith for us with that. There's another interesting passage in Mark 11. I'll just read uh, 12 through 14 and then 20 through 24. Uh, The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And I love in this passage, I love the connection here between Jesus expecting fruit when it wasn't the season for it in the natural. And and then also how Jesus is drawing here the connection to faith and uh, <laughs> and when he says that whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And I believe that God is so eager to give us the gift of faith and it's available for us and, and that it's time to throw some mountains into the sea, again, metamorphically speaking, (laughs) Uh, that every mountain of trouble and mountain of injustice will bow in the name of Jesus. And I believe that corporately, it's not time to mourn right now, but it's time to dance and time for the dancers to call in the justice of heaven and really like literally dance upon injustice. And I mean, this, it reminds me of this, the passage in Ecclesiastes 3 that talks about how there's time for everything. Actually, I'll read some of this to you too. It says that there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, 
a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And then it says, God has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the heart of, in, in the human heart. And uh, so there is a divine time. There is time, perfect time, God's perfect time for everything. And the keys that we actually need to tune in to what season it is and what time it is uh, or, or what's the season that God has us at. And um, part of it is that knowing that God's word actually sets us up for knowing and tuning in with God's seasons. Uh, Psalm 1 verses 1 through 3 says that blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. And I, I love just this thought that we bear fruit in its season when the word of God abides in us. That uh, having the word of God, the living word of God, uh, actively, consistently in our lives, like that actually makes us bear fruit in its season. And, and the same principle is in reverse in, in Jeremiah 8, 7, where it says that even the stork in the sky knows her appointed seasons and the dove, the swift and the thrust observe the time of their migration. But my people do not know the requirements of the Lord. And so here again, like the requirements of the Lord, it refers to the word of God, which is our roadmap. So in other words, knowing God's word gives us the roadmap to discern the seasons that we are in. And also in 2 Timothy 4 verse 2, it says that preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season correct rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. And again, so we need to have the word of God in us and flowing out of us like a river, because that's, that's what preaching is, letting the word of God out of us too, so that we are actually prepared in season and out of season. And when the word of God dwells in us, we can draw it out in any situation, in any season, and we can actually be prepared to face any season and be sustained by his word. Uh, Graham Cook has this quote that says that in the heat of battle, when faced with difficult circumstances, contending against impossible odds, Warriors call up the majesty and supremacy of God that is already present in the secret place of their spirit. They have a warrior's perception of the reality of God in the midst of provocation, attack, and opposition. 
Wow. So uh, it's like when we have the word of God hidden in our heart and in our spirit, when it's already there. So when we are facing all kinds of crazy circumstances, we actually get to pull from that well that's already within us. And so when we are also like when we are in sync with God's seasons, we have clarity and, and when we have the word of God in us, we, we have that clarity that we don't get overwhelmed by opposition or challenges, but we see it as an opportunity to partner with God and actually see his power manifested. And there's another Graham Cook quote. He says that spiritual warriors have a persistence in the spirit. We can tell the quality of someone's inner life by the amount of opposition it takes to discourage them. So in other words, like we get the courage and strength for every circumstance when we have cultivated that constant connection with God's word and with his spirit. And, and again, a similar um, idea in First Peter 4 verses 12 through 13, it says that Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. So there's no need for panic <laughs> when we are facing all kinds of things, when we are tuned into God's word and his spirit. And, and when we are allowing him to show us what season we are in and how we can partner with him in those moments. And um, I just want to read one more quote by Graham Cook. He says that there's a place in the spirit set aside for us where we make the enemy confused. We weary him by our rest. We discourage him by our faith. We demoralize him with our joy. We depress him by our endurance. He's dispirited by our favor, defeated by our grace. Warriors win by staying fresher longer. Wow, so it's all about abiding in God. And, and that's how we actually, when we abide in his words, uh, that that's where we also get the wisdom and discernment and knowing God's timing. And I know I've already gone for quite a while, so I'll wrap this up soon. But, but I just really want to highlight the fact that timing really matters. And I, I recently also, I heard this quick teaching um, on the story, you know, when the enemy was tempting Jesus in the wilderness and he actually tried getting Jesus to do some of the very things that Jesus was called to do, like miracles and to rule and reign. But the enemy tried to get Jesus to do it out of season and from the enemy's command. And uh, so that just really highlights the fact that timing matters and being tuned into God's voice really matters 
and it's not to approach life out of fear but i feel like there's this beautiful invitation for all of us to be so close to jesus that we are automatically in sync with his heart and his timing and and we are not rushing ahead and um and that we are actually trusting god's timing and and i just want to pray for all of us right now jesus i thank you that it's your heart's desire that we would know you that we would know your heart and from that place we would know the season that we are in and that we would be so tuned into what you have for us in this season and that we would know exactly how to posture ourselves in this season and i thank you lord for the gift of faith that even some things that that you are calling us to uh, do and see that are actually not happening in the natural right now that lord you are wanting to give us the gift of faith and that even like you wanting your dancers to be the dancers who who see the mountains moved and who dance upon injustice and lord i thank you that there's no mountain that's too high for you to move yeah lord we we thank you that we get to lean on your strength and we get to rest in you that your yoke is easy your burden is light and that even in warfare lord we get to wage war from that place of absolute joy and absolute rest and trust in you yeah i thank you god that it's your joy that is our strength yeah and i just speak your strength and your joy over every person who is listening to this episode and i i just thank you god uh, for the gift of discernment that they would all know uh what the personal season is that they are in and also that they would be so tuned into what you are doing corporately that they would be in that place of safety and co- uh, covering under your covering and and that they would feel the sense of purpose that comes from being so in tuned with your season for their lives yeah thank you so much lord yeah you are you are such a good shepherd for all of us and we trust your leadership in our lives yeah thank you lord in jesus name we pray amen